Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened and what works for them. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. Things are changing from a third or fourth dimensional world to something different. We're expanding our world from duality to a world where we are back to all one. And we're interested in new ways to create within ourselves, with others, and with our world. We've noticed that we can connect with spirit faster, move energy around quicker, and time is speeding up. The way we use energy is changing, carrying new vibrations, and the way we interpret the world around us is expanding, and we're asking different questions of ourselves and our world. The way we define love is getting bigger, and there are always bigger, brighter ways to surf. So grab your boards. We'll be looking at ways to define or redefine magnetism, power, and peace. So let's ride the waves of our new ascension, psychic, or spiritual spaces together and share our stories. My guest today is musician, lightworker, and astrologer Elizabeth Pendleton. She has surfed these waves many times before, and today we take a look at the fall season and the upcoming excitement with fire sign alignments and a little bit of Neptune in there. And it's all about inspiration in the background this fall. So at the end of the broadcast, you'll hear new music from Elizabeth, too, entitled The Gratitude Song. So let's jump in, and if you want to find out more about Elizabeth, you can find her at elizabethsoracle.co. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hello, Christy. How are you? And hello to all the surfers out there. (laughs) I'm so glad you're with us, Surfing the Psychic Waves. We're going to be looking at some of the astrological alignments already happening, even today. And Mars just went into Sagittarius um, as we're recording this, and I'm already noticing a change. But there's many other things going on out there. Sure, yeah. So Mars is all about action. And of course, Sagittarius is a fire sign. It's mutable fire. And um, it has to do with being hopeful, being optimistic, you know, and when you think about Sagittarius and the sign is, of course, the arrows. So we are all getting a glimpse into the future and going, what do I want, you know, and then how do I get there? And, and just, you know, not even giving too much thought to the how, um, but Mars says, go for it, you know, get just you. So you start to get a vision of what you want. And that's only going to increase over the next month or so because one of the most exciting trends coming up uh, till about October 26th is a fire sign trine. So we're going to have a, a planet in every one of astrology's three fire signs, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, until the 26th of October. So it's time to get really active, and it'll be in the context of some more eclipses and the sun rolling into Libra. And uh, But I'm really excited about the players that are in those fire signs. That's the trend that um, I haven't seen a lot of other astrologers writing about, but I, to me, that is like, that's the money. You know, I like that is, the, I don't mean it as in literally necessarily financial, but I mean, it's the, it's the excitement, it's the juice. Um, and these trines, just to outline a few dates for people on the 25th of September, we are going to have a trine between Jupiter in Leo and Uranus in Aries on the 4th of October. It's going to be your friend Mars <laughs> trining mm-hmm. Uranus. And on the 8th, it's going to be Mars trining Jupiter. So 
when you actually just single out the players there, Mars, all that action, Jupiter expansion, and then, wow, crazy erratic, what's going on at the party? <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> all together. I mean, to me, that is just, because if it was, just, it was like if Saturn, I mean, Saturn, we're going to have it go into a fire sign at the end of the year, but it's it's Saturn, you know, it's it's restricting. Right now, this is a lively, passionate bunch, you know, anytime you get Mars and Uranus together, it's, it's you know, pretty wild. But let's throw Jupiter and expand that and blow it up even more. So it's, 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 these are going to be some wily days ahead and I'm, I'm excited about it. I really am just like, you know, Virgo can get a little boring. So we're, we're definitely going to um, light, light up the sky over the next month. And I would just say to people, it's such a big time for taking action, being inspired, you know, inspired action is the biggest thing. And it's coming up uh, during the, as the political season heats up here in the United States, so like here in Colorado, we're going to go storm the polls and I think demand labeling of GMO foods. And, you know, it's just that kind of thing. We're like, yeah, I'm getting out there. <laughs> yeah. What about Scotland? I know exactly. And so we're just, you know, we're seeing this, these sea changes uh, in, in the way people think about things. And interestingly enough on that one, we're seeing the old scare tactics, you know, the you know, Royal Bank of Scotland is like, well, we'll headquarter back over in England if you vote for this. And, oh, you're not going to have a stable currency and all the fear mongering. So it's going to be really interesting to see if people, you know, go what they really yeah, want. What they, what, exactly. Because to me, this is part of the, the Pluto Uranus square thing. Do we stick with the traditional or we do something completely radical? And I just for all, you know, I mean, it's totally up to them. But I'd say, hey, what we, we broke away you know, back in 1776. It's not pretty always. But, you know, we figure it out. So, you know, there is definitely life beyond being British subjects. So, you know, all the all the best to them. I, I, I'm playing a lot of Bobby Burns on my harp lately. <laughs> yeah. So it it does seem like we're getting this push to, you know, express ourselves no matter what, what that yeah. is. Yeah. After so much water. Oh, my gosh. After so much water and even in the... Uh, you know, we went through the really this year, we've talked about this a few times on your show, but we went through seven months of personal planet retrogradation the first half of the year where it's just like even if you wanted to get things going, there was a personal planet retrograde. And so really getting things off the ground, I mean, Mars itself, your friend Mars there was retrograde for two and a half months, which only happens every couple of years. So, I mean, that's your get up and go and it just being blocked or stymied or stuck. And, and so we've really, uh, Saturn came out of retrograde the 20th of July. And that was sort of, even though it's not really considered a personal planet, it was the last of those sort of frontline planets uh, being retrograde. And in fact, when we get to uh, the beginning of the Scorpio cycle, that's going to be an interesting cycle this year because literally the day that the sun goes into Scorpio, the 23rd of October, we're going to have a new moon, an eclipse. Venus is going to go into Scorpio the same day. And then like two days later, Saturn moves past the 23 degrees of Scorpio mark. And so for people who are like, what does that mean? Um, 
so Saturn had made it all the way up to 23 degrees in the sign of Scorpio. Signs run from zero to 29 degrees. And um, it had gotten all the way there by March 1st of this year. And then it hit its retrograde. So then it starts rolling backwards, 22, 21, you know, so on. And um, if I remember correctly, it, it had gotten back to like 16 degrees, but I might, I, I, I'd have to look up that um, date. But um, the point is by July 20th, it, stop going backwards and start moving forward, but it had to make up all of that ground. And what's really cool is that when we hit the 25th of October, it will finally move past that 23 degrees of Scorpio mark. So what is really happening is we genuinely get to, to explore totally new ground. And remember Saturn transits are every 29 and a half years. So this is a like, what was going on in your life going on in your life 30 years ago? <laughs> this is, this is um, you know, definitely momentous. And it's, we really get out of the territory we've been in all year. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They just, the planets just seem a lot more alive now. That's what it feels like to me. And like, we're being, you know, enlivened now, whether that's just because, you know, we've gotten ourselves into so much trouble with the way we're, you know, treating the planet and everything. And it's just the sense that we've got to change things. So we got to change them quickly. Um, or like you said, it's this shift of finally getting out of, you know, I think Jupiter was just such a big player. That shift um, was like kind of like a linchpin because it got out of cancer on the 16th of July. So just, you know, four days before Saturn started going forward again, and it moved into Leo, a fire sign. So that's why, you know, we're really starting to get it, get this renewed energy and expanding it and bringing it, you know, not just within ourselves, but connecting it with others and trying to get other people motivated and excited about things. So, and it's like all the time of contemplation and reflection and all those watery things is just sort of like, okay, that was, you know, that was good. But now it's, it's, it's about action. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah. And, and I think purpose, because when we think of what the elements represent fire is about of course the soul and the spirit you know so water is re reflecting the emotion so and and we'll have some more of that i mean we'll keep we get our third mercury retrograde coming up and it starts in scorpio um so so we're you know we still hit those those watery things and of course neptune is you know is still back there <laughs> so we got that for a while so so you know we definitely have some watery um elements but uh you know that that jupiter change was big and especially coming of course right after you know as things were leaving this retrogradation this really long period of retrograde so yeah the second half of the year is gonna this this last quarter i think is just gonna feel like lightning fast we're all gonna get really busy new doors opening things moving around whether that's jobs relocation uh just whatever's going on for people, new relationships, really circulating in new circles because we're going to do the Libra thing. Um, so um, with the Mercury retrograde in that, we may be looking at, hmm, you know, maybe I need to stretch out and, and try on some new um social environments. So the, yeah, mm -hmm. and, I, and, and all of that. So yeah, we've, we've got quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Cause Libra is air. Cardinal air. It's air. That's right. It's a myth. People yeah. think of, uh, they might remember the scales, injustice, you know, like that's the one with the scales. 
Right. So he, and so oh, in the middle of all this sort of fire action, you get this sort of Santa Libra thing sort of happening. Yeah, and I like that because it is um, the the sun in Libra. There's there's a couple elements to that. So that'll be September 22nd to October 23rd, and the sun in Libra brings us all in to touch. Well, first of all, the North Node or the Moon is there now um it's in like a two-year cycle so we're all being called to to bring those libran or libran depending on how people like to pronounce it but those values into our consciousness so it's the opposite sign of aries aries is the individual striking out and and all of that and libra is about other where we consider how do those actions impact others you know we think about fairness, justice, peace, harmony, like how do we create a win-win and how do we, I I mean, the the title of my next article is Aspire to Inspire. And and I really think that's the theme. It's not about us. It's about what we can do for others and, and how we make the world better through that connection, through consciously shopping, voting, uh, all of our choices, you know, and how they impact others. So Libra, uh, the sun there for those 30 days and, and um, we'll have Mercury go retrograde in, it'll start in Scorpio and go backwards into Libra. So we're going to have that in effect as well. So we'll be thinking about those, those things, you know, how does, you know, the, all those old adages of walk, you know, walk a mile in another guy's shoe. And I think that that really is a, a very helpful thing for us going into a political um, environment here in the, you know, everybody in Scotland. And of course our, our elections at the beginning of November, because if we can at least try to understand where the other side is coming from as we make those choices, we create more empathy and we might find, okay, I don't agree with where they landed with it, but I can understand how they got there. And here are some things we have in common that we can work on together. And so I think that we can really create coalitions more Mm. than, than oppositions. And how do we create solutions that serve the best interest of the whole. So, I mean, that's a little of the Neptune, you know, in Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. The sun and air sign, and we think about having this fire. So the air is just going to fan the flames of that. But it's it's for not only ex- expression, but, again, that connecting with others because people recognize something in that expression that's a, that's a part of themselves, and so we relate and we connect, and then we become really strong together. I watched um, OMG GMO, or you might you might have it the other way around, GMO OMG, you know. And but I just I love that. Here's one guy with one family, you know, three kids and his wife, and and he put together a documentary and think about all the lives that that touches, and and all the people who agreed to appear in the in the film, and and collectively the movement is getting so strong, and um, but but it's that kind of thing where it just the fire and the passion expand, you know. And he he made a film that's a creative endeavor. So yeah, all of it is coming into being. Yeah. And yes, yeah, Saturn was at sixteen degrees. I just kind of okay. <laughs> Back checking. Yeah. Yeah. So earlier this year it made it to sixteen degrees. Yeah, it went all the way back. It it hit it, it made it um at the beginning of March it was at twenty three degrees, getting ready to 
finish up Scorpio, but nope, it did its annual springtime retrograde. It went all the way back to 16, so it's been traversing that territory since July 20th. And um, as we're going into this interview, it's about uh, 20 degrees or so. Um, And so by the end of October, when we get all that Scorpio energy fired up, um, it will go past 23 degrees, make it on into 24 and so on. And so we're, we're just like really in some very new territory and the Scorpio cycle coming up. I know we got to get through Libra and then we'll go Scorpio and then we get another Pluto, um, Pluto Uranus square, but the Scorpio cycle. Yeah. That's in December. So it's like this fall is going to be, this autumn is just, (laughs) you know, one thing after another and some eclipses, but I was going to say about that Scorpio cycle it's really big because this is the last year that Saturn will be in Scorpio when the sun travels through Scorpio. And I find it interesting that, again, it's starting off with an eclipse and Venus going into to Scorpio the same day. So, is it, you know, this is some big stuff, you know, that's just, you know, again, once in a lifetime or at least every 30 years, you know. Yeah. So how do you connect with Venus? Like, what do you think about Venus as a planet? Well, again, um, it, it, it's it rule it's ruling. Um, how do I say this? <laughs> Edit. Um, Venus is the ruler of Libra. So again, it it talks about our relationships, how we connect with others. So it's interesting to watch, you know, what sign it's going through. So when it's in Cancer, we may value. Uh, family, people were very close to and, and sort of share those more uh, private elements of our lives. Leo, it, it may be, you know, in that more celebratory, well, who am I, artistic, expressive friends and, and all of that. So um, you have that. And then, you know, you can look into your own chart to see where your natal Venus is. And that kind of tells you something about your relationships and the, the kind of people you attract in. And and all that. So so yeah, I mean this is her home coming too into Libra. Um you know, the the sign that uh you know, get all those those qualities of beauty and art, you know, those play a role in here too. Yeah. And and that is gonna be part of, you know, the other thing we get more uh cardinal crossing and squares in the Libra cycle and Venus is gonna be in there because Venus will be in Libra um, you know, squaring with Pluto and um, opposing Uranus because Uranus is opposite. So, you know, we it, it may be interesting to see what happens all, along the lines of relationships. And to me, it's probably about bringing in new things, um, new communities, uh, yeah. getting out there a, a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, so the Uranus-Pluto square that happens again will involve Venus this time. Let I think by then Venus will be um it might be late Scorpio or um early Sag by then um because it goes into Libra 
during the Libra cycle. So the the next Pluto Uranus square is actually when the sun's in Sagittarius. So it's about December 14th and 15th, depending on your time zone. So we got to we still have a couple months till that happens. But I think it's the setup for it. That's really important. Yeah. So we start this Libra cycle and we get a new Libra moon on the 24th of September. And the very next day is that huge Uranus Jupiter uh, trine. So we get this exciting, expansive energy right off the bat. Then we hit an, a full eclipse on, it's going to be the full moon in Aries on the 8th of October. Um, and then we get another eclipse on the 23rd as all that stuff is shifting into Scorpio that we talked about. And then kind of by the time we get out of that and go, oh my God, that was <laughs> a lot. <laughs> then it's like, okay, the sun shifts into Sag and tees up the next Pluto. You're on a square almost like to finish the year with a bang, you know? So it's, it, that's what I was saying. I think this autumn time is going to be so active so much moving around and shifting yeah I mean I I can feel it yeah I think people yeah people I've been talking to like it's it's percolating now yeah yeah and and I would say one of the things the guides kind of gave me as I was I was going in there and I was like okay is that for me or to share with the audience they're like the audience (laughs) and I was like okay (laughs) but um what they were saying was this isn't a especially important time for people to take extra good care of themselves, not just because we're recording this during Virgo, but you're really going to need your your whole foods, your organic food, your vitamin-rich, nutrient-rich, because this is going to be a lot of energy coursing through us. And so to have your system working with optimal clarity, uh, so that you can process it all really well and don't end up like kind of slammed by it <laughs> um, is is really, really important. So um, the, the guys are just kind of jumping up and down and say, yes, please, guys, you know, really um, take extra good care of your, your health right now. Really put the right fuel in so that you can get all the downloads that are that are coming. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got to say, this year has had so many sort of ups and downs, but overall, it's been such a different kind of astrological year than the last couple of years before. I think since 2010, it was such a, that was a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, where we started with all of those, um, you know, cardinal crosses was 2010 yeah. and and just to do again a little more <laughs> fact check and while we're live on in recording land um so in december when we have the next pluto uranus square venus uh actually will be part of that you are correct because it will be in capricorn so um that's where pluto is um ah. so it it um will be a little earlier in degree um than but it'll it'll definitely be you know, in that energy. So yeah, it'll be connecting with Capricorn. I mean, sorry, Pluto and Capricorn. And so those are both uh, that Cardinal Capricorn is a Cardinal sign. And they'll mm-hmm. be squaring up against Uranus during that time over in Aries. 
Yeah, and this Uranus Pluto thing happens one more time. Yes. Right? Yeah. And yeah. We get we get this one. Yeah. We get. Yeah. And I love this because the universe is just funny like this. So the the last one happens. Everybody can remember this. It'll be happening on St. Patrick's Day <laughs> next year. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I live. You know, there's a there's an extra reason to party next year for St. Patrick's. I, I celebrate. Okay, we over. did it. We did it. We came through. And yeah, that's it's been a huge, huge cycle. Seven of them from 2012. So that kind of gets on that theme of what you're saying. We started having um, Cardinal Cross activity in 2010. But we didn't start getting these exact squares because back then Uranus was still in Pisces, which is not the best. You know, it's it's sort of like a big firecracker in water or an M80 in water, you know. Um, so it just couldn't activate things in the way that it did once it got into Aries in 2011. And, you know, again, maybe it's coincidence or not, but but literally the day Uranus went into Aries was the day of the Fukushima uh, disaster. So it's really powerful energy. Um, and so in 2012, we started with these seven squares. So we've all, we've made it through these and, and everybody pretty much most astrologers shouldn't say everybody, but most agree that the most intense period was this past April because yeah. we had a full cardinal cross. So we had a planet in every cardinal sign and we went through eclipses at the same time. So if you made it through that, guys, <laughs> you can get through anything. And, and now it's about Pluto's going direct at the beginning of the um, Libra cycle. So I just I really feel like what you were saying, all this stuff where we were kind of tried and tested and, you know, all of that. Now it's like everything that made it through that process yeah. is viable, you know, and now we can get to go into the harvest and really start reaping the rewards. Yeah. Bringing things to fruition. Yeah. Seeing the fruition. Yeah. yeah. Such good news. Yeah. And it's, I, my other prediction is, you know, it's just going to fly by. I mean, whereas, you know, the first seven months of the year felt like, oh my God, could it be any more stuck or could it be one more thing to surmount? Whereas now that all that junk's been kind of cleared out of the way and the, the things that needed to be unplugged were unplugged and washed out, now it's it's like when you train, anybody who's ever run uh, and, and knows what it's like to either run with some weights on or run into a wind, that's what we were doing for seven months. <laughs> yeah, or run into a wall. Well, you know, but the thing is, once you learn to do that and you build the, the breathing and the musculature, once that wind actually starts coming to your back and those weights come off, you fly, you know, you just like, cause you're so well conditioned. So I, I feel like that's what it's, it's going to feel like the, that we just can pick up the momentum and we no longer have to pace ourselves. We can just break it wide open and head for the yeah. finish line, you know, just, you know, where you just break into a sprint and you're like, I don't know if my body could do this, but you just let go and <laughs> give like go full on. And yeah. yeah, I think it's that kind of energy coming in. Yeah. So it sounds like we got to power up a little bit, keep our vitamins around, whatever it is that we do to yeah, have sort it, of power up. Uh, yeah. That's uh, like the guys are like, no, not a, not a coffee, a smoothie, you know, like just get, get the things that are truly fuel, <laughs> like real fuel. <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, Elizabeth, your counseling clients, um, you have your website. Maybe you can let us know where where do we need to go if we need some extra assistance. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Um, they can come to elizabethsoracle.co and sign up for a free monthly newsletter. I always include a chart and lay out all this stuff and keep all those dates in there. And uh, if you want to know on a very deep and personal level what's going on for you, I, I give readings and uh, yeah, just love to connect. And All right. Yeah, and some new music coming out this fall, too. So I'm I'm really excited. Yeah. So thank you so much for surfing the psychic ways. This has been great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I just have a, I mean, hang 10, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ordinary Davians, boiling water and coffee beans. Dark powdered fingertips, dark powdered fellowship. Oh, no.